everyone. Welcome to our Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I'm your host, Angie Miller. And today we are going to talk about coaching different personality types. Because personality assessments, they have risen in popularity in organizations worldwide. Because what do they do? They help us communicate more effectively. And how can that ever be a bad thing to be able to communicate more effectively with those that we work with, those that we train, and those in our personal homes, friends, family, you name it. But when you learn about your personality type, the beauty is that you come to understand yourself on a deeper level, including what it's like to be on the other side of your personality. So it gives you that insight to say, okay, this is my personality. How is my personality? How is this type received by those in my circle? So I have a great guest today. Her name is Carrie Schwer, and she is an executive life coach, and she's the founder of Gray Tonic. And we are going to talk about how personality types help increase your emotional intelligence, and they help you to use your voice to be of greater influence, and also so that you can hear others' voices, so that you can build more authentic connections with those in your in your space personally and professionally. So Carrie, I'm going to bring you on and let you introduce yourself. Hi, Angie. So excited to be here today. Hello, everyone. I'm Carrie Schwer. I'm an executive lifestyle coach, and I am thrilled today to talk about personality styles and types and all the differences of all the all the assessments that are out there in the world and why I really love the five voices. So we're going to dive into that today. Okay. And you know, Carrie, I love this whole, I've done so many different personality assessments and yeah. there's so many different ones. And in fact, on my podcast, like a year ago, we talked about the Enneagram. And so yeah. I'm excited that you're going to introduce a different personality inventory, because I do think that you learn a little bit about yourself through a different lens, depending on the personality inventory. And again, it increases your emotional intelligence. You don't just see what your strengths are. You see how you impact impact other people and that impacts our relationships. If we don't understand ourselves, we're more likely to have conflict with other people. And if we don't, you know, uh, maybe understand other people, but also respect that they navigate the world differently. Right. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my first question for you, Carrie, and I know you're a wealth of knowledge, so I love to just like get inside your head, but I want to know what's your perspective on why it's so important to know your client's personality type. Yeah, this is such a great question. And one that I take it so seriously with my clients, it's because if you know who your client is, at least if you have an idea of their personality style, and again, I offer this assessment called the five voices, it's a really great way for you to understand on, wait for it, how to coach your client more effectively. When you understand how they're wired, what their natural tendencies are, and how they're going to maybe respond to a situation versus how you might respond. You might play the same position or have the same voice or the same voice order. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But if you understand them 
at least at the level that they're they're mostly showing up as, it's going to help you coach them more effectively. You're going to be able to see and hear them differently and in a new light. And it's going to make you a better coach. Mm, yeah. And here's the thing. When you learn about someone's personality type, all that, what you just said, and also I feel like it builds empathy because yes. it, it makes you go, okay, this is just their personality. This is how they function in the world. It's not up to me to judge them. It's just up to me to understand, to meet them where they're at and say, oh, I had a, a therapist actually say that she uses this a lot where she uses, of course. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she said, well, when I know somebody very well and they respond in a certain way, I think to myself, well, of course they would say that, or mm -hmm. of course they respond that way. In other words, meet them where they're at. This is who they are. It's That's not right. to be taken personally or to try to tell them to respond differently. <laughs> So. That's right. That's right. And I, I absolutely love this assessment. I, I've taken a lot of assessments in my life. You mentioned the Enneagram. I love the Enneagram. I've, I know my number uh, very well on there. I, I believe in that assessment as well. I think it's an amazing assessment. But the thing with the five voices, which makes it a little different, and actually, in my opinion, so much easier to understand is because it's not as, as like complicated with so many layers. There are only five. And when you start to understand that all of us play or have all of these voices. That's the other thing. We all make up a portion of something, but we have one particular position or voice that we, that we naturally have this, our, our, uh, dominant voice. And then we have a couple others that, that play a, a role with that as well. We call that a voice order. So we're, we're such complex humans. We can't say that everyone that is in, you know, in the five voices, I'll give you an example. I'm a, I'm a connector. That's my first voice. We can't say everyone who's a connector is just like this. That would be an unfair statement. We are uniquely woven into our own beautiful selves and we're going to have complexities. We're going to have depths to ourselves and our personality. And we're going to view things a little bit differently, but the overall arching theme might be there. And that's the importance of understanding that what role the assessments can play and what they are still limited on. We don't want to put someone in a box and say, well, they're this and they're always going to be like this. There's a lot of nuances that flow in and out, right? It, even when you take the assessment, I want to say this really quickly too, because depending on your mood, when you take that assessment, yes, you can skew your answers. So whenever you do take a personality test, and I'll, I'll repeat this again later, you want to be in, in a very non- judgmental, non-biased, sort of like clear uh, position when you take it. And you always want to answer it with your core gut first response. Don't overthink it. When okay. we overthink it, we can actually skew the real feeling and the real you when you start to do that. If you overthink it too much, like, oh, I should probably say this versus what you would really say. You know, I think- right nervous to, to share who they really are, but no one's reading it. <laughs> well, I think that's key. I think you're right. Because I think that you can take, um, uh, you could take a personality inventory and absolutely, I mean, you can read between the lines and think to, to think to yourself, oh, I should answer it this way because that might put me in a better light. But again, to that point, it's your personality inventory. If you want the best insight, you have to be very honest with yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, who can you be honest with? But so Carrie, 
you know, you are kind of an expert in the five voices, which is one personality assessment. And I hear you say that's a great one because it's simplistic. It doesn't mm -hmm. overcomplicate it. And like I mentioned, I've done the Enneagram on here, but it's nice to have a different inventory that we can talk about. And, and I know like the five voices personality assessment is free, right? People can take that for free. Yes. Yes. We offer a free version, which is phenomenal. There is a paid version, which I, I'll, I'll share the surprise now <laughs> for all the listeners. I'm going to offer you to get the pro version, which is normally 79 for only $27. So it's quite the bargain that, that, and I wanted to do that as a gift for the listeners today, but yes, there is a free version. If you just want to take it, the advantage of knowing the pro version is you'll get the whole voice order. You'll understand, and it will help you to see other people that way. And you can, invite them to take that same assessment. So it's, it's, it's just a wonderful thing. My vision would be for all of us to know what our voice is. So we could say, you know, like, Hey, Angie, it's nice to meet you. What are you? Oh, I'm a creator, whatever, you know, whatever yeah. your voice is. And then you can understand that person so much better. Like I have my husband, I had my husband take it. I had my kids take it. So I know more like in depth, like, okay, yeah, that's why they, that's why they have those tendencies at times, or this is why they show up the way that they do or how their viewpoints are. Right. Or even their voice. Like I'm talking the volume of their voice. It depends on if they're very dominant or um, if they overtake people at times, you know, people like that, right. Their opinion, they kind of ramble over everyone that happens. Right. So if you know that that's just how they are, that's how they they're wired. Then you have a little bit more, like you brought up earlier, empathy. You can understand a little bit better, like why they do what they do. And that's right. really helpful as us as coaches. It really helps us when we coach our clients. So Carrie, I want to reintroduce you. So my name is Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. I'm talking to Carrie Schwer. She is an executive life coach and founder of Gray Tonic. And we are talking about coaching different personality types and why it matters so much to understand not just your personality, but the personality of those around you. This has become very practiced in businesses and organizations, and it's because we all need to build greater emotional intelligence and communicate more effectively with those around us. It decreases conflict and it builds empathy because we say, okay, this is who they are. This is their personality. It's not up to me to change it. It's up to me to adapt to it and be able to understand how to meet them where they're at and communicate with them more effectively. So Carrie, we know there's a lot of assessments out there. I know you love the five voices and you've explained that it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all down to inflection and it's simplistic and it, it makes you really helps you understand people on a deeper level. But is this something you think you can use, um, like as trainers, do you think this is practical for trainers to, um, or coaches to take this assessment and then offer it to their clients? It sounds like it's free. So to me, it seems very practical. What are your thoughts? Oh, 110%. It's going to, it's going to really help you in so many ways. And the five voices, the reason why I like it, let me tell you what the, what the, those five voices are. And you'll, you'll start to understand in your head, like real quick, just okay. from the, from the name. So we have the nurture, we have the creative, we have the guardian, the connector, and the pioneer. And just hearing those terms, you already get a sense of, oh, okay, this is starting to make sense. And maybe you're already thinking like, I know somebody who I feel like might be a connector, or I know somebody who's a nurturer. And by the way, just to give you like 
kind of a heads up, nurturers make up 43% of the population. And thank goodness, right? We need those nurturers. There are a lot of coaches that are nurturers. Nurturers tend to want to serve. They're, they're, they're very, you know, tend to be a little bit more quiet with their voice. They're, they're very conscious of keeping people harmony and peace. And they're very connected to the relationship process, right? So a lot of coaches are going to be natural nurturers. We can also think of nurses as nurturers, for example. Mm -hmm. So we love our nurturers. We need to have them in the world, right? So when you start to see like, oh, okay, yeah, I think I know, I, I might even be a creative, right? That sounds like it could be me. Or I'm more of the guardian. The guardian is somebody who's about rightness and they tend to have some authority and they bring a different dynamic. So each one of these voices brings a different flavor. And you, again, if you know you're using it for yourself and you're like, yeah, I'm this, and then you adopt it to your clients and then you find out that they're a con like a nurturer and you're more of a guardian or you're more of a creative creative, right. you're going to be able to understand them and why they do the things that they, they do. Everything is about the lens in which we view the world, right? right? So if you understand their lens, you can then see them better and you can have a more effective communi uh, communication with them, which is key, which is very so key. true. So true. Because the more you understand people, the more effectively you communicate with them. And, and let it be known that understanding somebody and agreeing with somebody are two different things. We are not saying you have to agree with everybody. We're just saying that it helps to understand them so that you can beat them where they're at. So Carrie, let's do something. Let's do like a soundbite version. Could you give me, start with the nurture. You already did. Yeah. You kind of explained it. Give me one or two sentences that says, okay, this is a sticking point for a nurture. Yes. So I'm going to use my cheat sheet. So I don't, I, All so right. you me looking down. So nurturers, they intuitively feel how an organization will react to a new idea. They defend their values. They will um, be re very relational. Like I said, very harmony. Uh, like they want harmony. They want to feel that. Um, they're practical. They're more practical. They're more realistic when they look at things. Um, they're natural team players. They're wonderful to have on your team, for example, right? They want to get the work done. They want to be collaborative. It's their natural ability. They want to serve. They have this, this feeling to do that, but they can also be resistant to change. So uh -huh. as a coach, especially if they're like, if you're coaching somebody, coaching is about making progress. It's about making positive changes in your life. So with all things, it doesn't matter with the nurturer, but especially with them, we have to show them as coaches what the end result is. We have to show them why they're doing it, what the benefit is for them. And so if you have a nurturer, it's know that they're going to be a little bit more resistant to change. So it's something to, to kind of keep an eye on. And they um, really, they really value um the contributions that others make, but sometimes they don't see it for themselves. So it's mm. nice to always give that affirmation to nurturers to let them know that they're so valued and they have the quietest voice out of all the five voices, meaning they're not going to be the one who speaks up all the time. They're going to be a little quiet. They're going to be more interperspective. So knowing that, you know, you can't expect them to be like, tell me how you feel. They're not going to do right. that. They're going to, they're going to be, they're going to, uh, reflect more internally would be a good way to describe a nurturer.
All right. So that's the nurture. So everyone out there who's yeah. a nurture, you're at the 43% of society. So tell us a little bit about the creative, just, you know, a couple sentences about the creative, maybe what's, what are their strengths and what are their sticking points? Yeah. So creatives are awesome, right? They're, they only make up about 9% of the population and their voice is just a little bit more than a nurture, but not by much. So some of those key uh, points we can say about creatives that they are architects, they're conceptual architects. They like to think outside the box. Mm. For some for some uh, creatives, there is no box, right? They're very intuitive about creating something big. And that's really important because we need those people in the world. You know, think right. about Steve Jobs, for example, right? They, um, they have like an early warning radar system for teams. They can see things that are about to be in their, in the future. So they're good to have on that. They're never satisfied with status quo. They tend to go mm -hmm. against the grain. So we can kind of think, oh, are they rebels? Maybe a little bit, right? They also um, have a strong conscious uh, desire for integrity. It means a lot to them to, to be authentic. And they tend to be perfectionists, right? They have this internal perfectionism and they often fail to celebrate that 90% that they have achieved, they tend to be like, brush it off, right? So we need to really celebrate the creatives in our life because we need them. We need them in this world. So Carrie, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who, what's the least? Um, so I heard the creative is 9% and the nurture is 43%. What of the five, which is the least, the lowest percentage in society? the pioneers, the pioneers. Uh, and that's probably, you know, I mean, everything, listen, <laughs> there are no accidents in life, right? The right. pioneers have the loudest voice. They huh. tend to want to give the most uh, opinions, if you will. So, and they approach life with um, this anything is possible attitude. I have pioneer in my voice order. It's my third voice. And so pioneer and creative make up me but my main voice is, is a connector. So connectors first, and then and then I have these. So knowing your voice order is also helpful because those that that creative in me and the pine in the pioneer actually kind of mold me into the type of connector that I am. So it's nice to know that voice order. Um, uh, and I messed yeah. that up. I said nurture, but you're right. It was a connector, but connectors are nurturers. Is that what I'm hearing? No. Um. The, so what I talked about the nurturers first. The nurturers tend to be the, oh, the I see. lowest. Yeah. We didn't get the, the connector yet. I was just okay. using my own Yeah. example. But do you want me to tell you a couple of things about the pioneer? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. Yeah. So they're, they also do a lot of visioning and they like to think of the future. They're very much future oriented. Um, winning is a massive driver for them. So they are great to have on a sales team. <laughs> for example, they tend to want to get stuff done. They're all about it. They are powerful communicators because they are the loudest. They tend <laughs> to have the biggest voice. That's why you'll Right now, you're you're feeling the pioneer in me coming out because I love having this conversation and I get very passionate and excited about it. And but an immature, unhealthy pioneer will often appear very arrogant. They can be very me focused. So you probably know a couple people like that in your life. They and they also dismiss the contributions of those that they don't believe are competent or experienced. So. Huh. It's not a bad thing that there's 7% of pioneers in the world. Like we need them, 
I love the pioneers, but it's nice to have that balance. We have to have the really strong opinionated type and that's what they bring to the table, but we need that balance of the other vo voices as well. So Carrie, I want to I want to reset here. So my name is Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. And we are talking about coaching different personality types, but it doesn't have to be coaching. Maybe you're not coaching. Maybe you're training. Maybe you're a fitness instructor. Maybe you're somebody who's listening to Strong Mind, Strong Body because you want to build your emotional and physical well-being. And this is this, this is a episode that's for everybody because personality matters, understanding the nuances of our own personality and how that looks on the other side of those who inter interface with us, you know, how do we come across to other people and understanding personality means that we build our emotional intelligence, which means we relate to other people better. We have greater empathy. Hey, you know what? They have a completely different personality type than me. No wonder we might get into more conflict situations, but guess what? What if we could avoid conflict by understanding that this is who each of us is and this is our strengths and these are our sticking points. So Carrie, it sounds like there's a couple more. Tell me about that connector. Yeah, the connector. That's my voice. That's my prominent voice. So of course, I, I very much connect to the connector, pun intended, right? So right. connector, they can be very persuasive. They can be inspirational uh, communicators. They like to rally people together. They're very much about the big cause and, and having this connections and relationships are very relationship focused. And they also have this can do attitude, whatever you need, I'm there for you. Right. And, <laughs> but the one thing they tend to be a little bit of people pleasing at times, they have those tendencies that come out and sometimes they struggle to bring effective challenge. And they also wait for it. They don't like constructive criticism. They have a hard time hearing the negative feedback, if, to be honest. so They personalize <laughs> it. it. It sounds personal, right? It's like, yes. oh, yes. I'm trying it, so hard. I want to please you. Yes, oh, exactly, exactly. No wonder we're friends, Carrie. I yes. mean, I just want to please you, all right? Yes. So how, what's the percentage of connectors out there? 11% makes up uh, a connector in, in the population world. So yeah, it's it's... It's, it's a, it's a good amount. It's not the highest, but, uh, you yeah. know, we need the connectors out there. They tend to want to get things done and, and that's a good thing too. So before we get into the last one, which is the guardian, I want to just say this too, that if you know yourself and you know, your clients, you know, there's a, there's a saying that we have at the five voices and giant worldwide is if you know yourself, you can lead yourself. And I like to add one thing in, if you know yourself, you can lead yourself which means you can lead others. And that's yeah. the importance of knowing who your clients are, who you are, who your family is, for example. It really helps to have this better dynamic, which is why we love doing this so much. Mm, yeah, that's such a good one. If you know yeah. yourself, you know yourself, but you can also, you can be a better leader yes. and you can 100%. get along better with other people. So, so let's go up to that last one real quick. So tell us yeah. about that guardian. The guardian, they make up, wait for it, 30% of the population. So oh. there's a lot of guardians out there and thank goodness we have guardians. We need them in our life. We all need this, right? We all need every single one of these voices. They are relentless and their commitment to ask difficult questions. I want you to think of think of the guard the word guardian, right? Who do you naturally think of? Police officers, uh, right? Somebody yeah. in power, somebody who has this authority, if you will. 
We need to have these people in our life. So they bring that, though, they ask the different difficult questions. <laughs> I'm it, sorry. I had a funny thought come to my what? mind when you said that I thought a mom and a dad. Well, if, yeah. As you're raising sense, kids, right? you're kind of that guardian. You're like, I'm going to ask you the difficult questions. Well, <laughs> sometimes, you know, it depends on the parenting skills, but sometimes they're not keeping them accountable enough. Right. So yeah. yeah, but the guardian, yes, we can look at it that way as parents for sure. Uh, guardians also, like I said, they, they seek to honor and they look at the teams. They have a deep sense of values. They're very value driven. They accept, um, the personal commitment to deliver projects on time. They're very self-conscious of that. They are natural risk aversion type people, they will take the risk, but they'll ask themselves, is the worth or is this risk really worth the investment? They'll take the time to really assess that, but they will take bigger risks than most people will. They also respect value, logic, and systems. They really are very structured when it comes to that. And they desire the truth always and the right decisions. And sometimes this overrides the feelings of others. This can feel like they're, they're like mowing over somebody, somebody at times, which is why, you know, ex again, like police officers or somebody who's in an authority, a lot of leaders and businesses can tend to be guardians, but they need to be right. So mm -hmm. It's, this is why it's important to know who you are um, according to the five voices or personality in general, because you want to know what your weapons are. We didn't talk about that, and I'll, and I'll just say this really quick. Every personality style has what we call weapons. I like to call them the dark side, right? Uh -oh. It's like... It, where you're like, you know, there's this little bit of um, ugliness that can come out at times. We all have these tendencies, and sometimes... It happens, but if you know what those are and you become fully aware of what those tendencies are, you can make better decisions. And I, and I like to say, I got this from my, my coach friend, Brian Bogart. It is like having your own personal AI awareness plus intentionality. When you pair awareness with intentions, meaning you're going to always do what, what you need to do that feels good to you. That's going to move the needle forward. You need to pair those two together. You have your own personal AI awareness is everything. And that's what these personality tests and assessments can do for you and your clients is they give you the deeper awareness that you need. And it gives you that personal AI for yourself, which is incredible. I'm talking to Carrie Schwier. She is an executive life coach and the founder of Gray Tonic. And we are talking about coaching different personality types. And Carrie, you've talked all about the five voices and how we can really use this to increase our influence and also to understand other people. So I have a question for you though, whether it's the five voices, the Enneagram or any personality inventory out there, do you think that personality types can fluctuate or change? I do. And, and this is such a great question. And it's, and, and the reason why I say that is because we can evolve over time. Now we are born with some, some tendencies that we're going to do. It's, it's within us, right? But everything we do is a learned behavior. So if you can change over time, you can become less critical of others. You can change some, uh, you know, parts of you. This is something that can be ongoing, but for the most part, we tend to, we tend to generalize, stay within one or two of those voices. But as you grow and evolve, you might just start bringing other types of voices. And, and I'll say this too, you know, 
some people will take the five voices and they'll get the results and they'll be like, Hmm, I wasn't thinking I was that, you know, and it might be like I mentioned earlier, it might've been the mood that you're in. A lot of things contribute to your results. So again, I said, I would reiterate this at the end. It's important that when you do take the assessment that you're in a very clear minded space, you don't have a lot going on. You're not feeling the pressures of the world. You're not intoxicated or do anything. You're very clear minded and you want to answer the questions as honestly as you can. Your first gut response is the best way to, to uh, address taking the assessment and that should give you the clearest answer. But yeah, we can fluctuate over time. I mean, we're, we're human beings. We're so complex right. and we have to realize that there's no assessment out there. That's going to be so perfect every single time. We're going to have these nuances and that's okay. Cause we, we nuance, <laughs> which is yeah. a good thing. We want to evolve over time. Well, and I'm glad you said that because that's how I would have answered too. I think that we do have our core personality traits, but I think that depending on our life experiences, the lens that we see the world changes and shifts and our personality adjusts accordingly. Sometimes we might as, you know, we might become more nurturing as, as time goes by, or maybe perhaps we become more of a guardian. It just depends on those life experiences and how we adapt and embrace them and what we do to move forward. Yes, we have these core traits, but I definitely think that personality kind of fluctuates. And so, um, Carrie, is there anything you want to say? Like, well, first of all, what I do want to ask is where can they take that five voices assessment, the free version? Um, because I'm not here to sell anybody anything. Just where can they take that five voices assessment for free? Yeah. Let me cheat while I look up the link because I don't know it off the top of my head. Isn't that crazy? Like I should know that, but I don't. So give me one second while I look that up. But I will um, also say that when you said about, we might have some guardian in us and that sort of thing. Like I mentioned, we can have a mixture of these voices at any given time. So just because you, you test your test, you know, comes out that you're a connector, for example, doesn't mean that you can't have guardian tendencies at time. You yeah. certainly can. It really is going to depend on what is going on in your life at that moment. So I, you know, it's one of those things where again, we're nuanced. So this is where you can go to take that assessment. And like I said, there is a free version. I've put a special on the pro version. If you want, it's only $27. Now, if you want to do that, take advantage. The URL is, um, great tonic dot giant. And by the way, great tonic is G R A Y T O N I C. And then giant O S that's Oscar Sam dot com slash store. So okay. again, that is greatonic.giantos.com slash store. All right. And so that's where they can get to that free version and they can also upgrade if they want to, I assume. That is correct. And okay. again, it is a wonderful assessment when you get it. If you have any questions, shoot me an email. You can shoot me an email directly at carryatgreatonic.com. I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have. All right. Well, Carrie, I really appreciate you coming on and I really appreciate everyone out there, our FNNASM audience and also other listeners who just want to be healthy in mind, body and spirit. I really appreciate you listening. I value your time and I always value your feedback. So if you have anything you want to say about this episode or you want to put out some ideas for a future episode, I am all ears. So once again, thank you and I will see you next week. And thanks, Carrie. Thanks for having me on. 